I'll make a show of him on, on, on the telly, yeah? On the but telly. He needs some for the screen, I mean, he needs, he needs oh, the screen. What screen, so? There's no screens on oh, around the here. Lights, the lights have me fucked. Yeah, you're sitting over there like Elton John. <laughs> and I will be one day. <laughs> the rocket man, fella. Now that flesh in film. He pulls it off, fella. Yeah, that Now, if fresh. we had them on now, that'd be a different story. We'd be, we'd Come be, on, swap. Let me see them on you, Robbie. Oh, I don't want to try them now, son. What's the man trying to do? I don't know where I am. You can see what Robbie's thinking when you put them on. Oh, Robbie, you look fresh in them. Robbie, they're fresh on you. I'm fresh on anyone. Yeah, your head's a little bit too big, love. I've done a bit, you know what I mean? A bit of moisturising. Looks fresh. Did you? Yeah. Lovely. I'm going to have to dress it for the occasion, you know what I mean? Fair play. Yeah, you stick them back on you before someone gets hurt. This is sound. You just show a little warning. How are you, lads? Sorry, welcome to uh, Talk of Bollocks podcast. I am Robbie. This is busy. We are Battle Zoni. Good to see. Good to have you on the show, you know what I mean? Fucking legends, boys. Come here. Calvin chat something to me last night, yeah, and it shook me to the core. <clears throat> we were at Maverick Sable last night, right? And some board, we were in the cave with the bar and some board goes, what's a karaoke song? Right? And I goes, it depends. Is it a duet or not? Right. And she goes, it's a duet. And she said, her one was American Boy. And I said, yeah. Name another Estelle song other than American Boy. I thought Estelle was a drink. Uh, uh, yeah, Estrella, yeah. Yeah, Estrella. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I just went on a missing list after So I said it to him, I said, Estelle's not real. She's an NPC. She's not real, boys. Isn't that mad, though? She has such a big song and then... But listen, when, once you have a big song, you, you can just go. Quite. Yeah. She probably doesn't yeah, yeah, you, Use it now, like, you know what I mean? Do that then. Yeah. <laughs> you could have done that after <laughs> the debut single, just could have fucked I mean, off. We're going to have to be putting out 40 songs until we get that one, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you go down well, but we want the worldwide joke, you know what I mean? Yeah. If that happens, you won't see us. You'll yeah. Catch, you'll catch me on Call of Duty every day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Flash Norton, yeah. Yeah, so we actually got into that as well. So we actually play Warzone together, a good bit, Robbie. playing the last week and all the boys were there, but Robbie was left alive. But I could hear someone heavy breathing down the headset. I thought it was a fucking French bulldog on the thing. Yeah, I was like, boys, who's asleep? And Robbie's like, that's me. I was like, boy, I'm watching your scream, Robbie. You're awake. And he's like, that's just me breathing, bro. And it's all around killing cunts and all. But he's awake, but he sounds like he's asleep. Ah, he's as fuck. Ah, listen, it's, it's hard. It's what do you mean, sorry? It was only about three days ago. It's not now. Valid point. No, oh, yeah. that's a very valid point. Put a to the Otrevain. What's Otrevain, boys? I'll tell you so what. what is it legal before we go? No, it is. Yeah, yeah, in Spain. Now, yeah, I had to go through an old phase there of, uh, of sneezing, but my Jesus, it sorts the head out. It's great, it is. Stick <laughs> a bit of Vito on the bleeding chest and stick the Otrevain up the nostril before you go to bed and you are fresh. Fresh. Showing this is as fresh as a flower. I'm, I feel like a new man walking around. I can actually breathe now. I don't know what was wrong with me before? Um, oh, you have one inside the bed. You know what I mean? Just boom, straight asleep. He has one Yarn. in every room in the studio by the bed. Everything. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it's that one of them little nostril yokes. Yeah, look at mission off them yokes. This the hatch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, we had the public sponsors now, boys. Anyways, come here. How's things? How is keeping? Oh, good. good yeah. He's a flat out, yeah. I guess, boys. Flat out. He's yeah. never in the fucking country. He's just always out, gone, doing gigs all oh, over this, the camp. This year's my mental, bro. This, be, this has been without a man this year, both of us have had 
without a doubt. You know what I mean? Like obviously beforehand, like for anyone that doesn't know me and Biz were obviously solo acts beforehand, you know what I mean? And um yeah, like through COVID. We were always meaning to get into the studio together, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. But um he was building he was building the studio through COVID and then he eventually he just said to me, Look, let's just get this done. Let's get into the studio and let's see what see what happens and from there it's just the rest is history, literally, you know what I mean? So yeah, just magic, just magic in the studio, wasn't it? Yeah, honestly, even even till the first moment we got in the studio till now, the feeling hasn't changed. We go in there and there's just there's just that magic feeling of just we know what to do, and we get it done. Like even like it's gotten to the stage now where like there's been a couple of times where I've been even on my own trying to make music and it's just not the same. It's not the same when I'm with him, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. we just know what to, what what to do and it's and it's working. Do you get me? So this whole year it's just been, it's just catapulted us up to, up to the next level. Yeah. He had a puddled up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm going to get one of them nostrils in your cup your nose, for fuck's sake. Had had that pulled it. The two yeah, boys are in sync. I wish I could say the same about me and Calvin. We're clueless <laughs> cunts when we come in here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're doing, boys. That's being out straight. Yeah. We just rock in, don't we? Just rock in. Just thank God we have two spoopers to help us out now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, that's why we wanted to do this one. We just, like, we've been asked to do a couple of podcasts. But, like, have you ever done a podcast? Not well. We did, we only done one recently over, and we don't we don't want your man Jacob over. And that was more of a but that, that was our one. Like we we done one ourselves. Just just gone in London, but wasn't it wasn't like this. You know what I mean? It wasn't, wasn't proper. Like it was it was camera set up and all before one of our shows in London, but. This would be our first proper podcast, yeah. Get up with that, boys, and talking bollocks is taking it. So you said this was solo wax, yeah, before this year, yeah. Now you were probably going what individually about seven, eight, yeah. Yeah, around seven, eight years each, yeah. Well, we, we got first met Robbie. You said to me that Robbie was is doing this since he's about twelve. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> literally, the first time we met you would have been when uh, you used to go out to rights and all Robbie and I, yeah. I don't even think you were old enough to be in there no. at the time and you were doing gigs in it wasn't yeah, you no, I, was about, I started when I was about 15 14, 15 um, but I, I, I actually learned how to produce before I could DJ so I agreed to do a gig in Sin one night and he was telling me I didn't think it was going to be like that weekend you know what I mean because I had a couple of songs out like Brown Eyes and all but um, I was asked to come on and play and only up until the day before I realised I actually couldn't DJ. Look, I was that excited about saying, oh, come on, let's do it. I, I couldn't DJ. So on the night that day, I went in and learned how to DJ on the spot. I was about 14, 15 and sin, and that was it then. But I, I produced before I could DJ, but this was this was doing it nearly 10 years. He's, he's doing it a bit longer than me. Yeah, I've been DJing since I'm 14 and producing since I'm 18. But I used to always play Robbie songs in sin before he was there, you know what I mean? But... And he got in there, we just ran him up. How old are the two years, boys? How old are you? Only 28. 25. 25. A fresh 25. Only went to 25 there. Just going to put that out there. Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks very much, bro. a fucking present. A little talking bollocks top or something. A little cake. Oh, this is a present. This is a yeah, present, isn't it? The presents is the present. Yeah. yeah. Look at that one. So, what will we do? We jump into these stories, will we? So we'll just Individually, get into, like, yeah, 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 into that background. So, Bishop, if you want to start with you. What's your name? Where'd you come from? What was life like, Robbie? Let me give you a minimum. I don't actually am nervous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, small, but yeah, I'm yeah. It's intimidating, isn't it? This way we, so, Robbie, uh, like, people who say to us, right, this is, now, this is like the most common thing that people say to us, yeah, in message. A great idea we have is get a random person on the yeah. podcast and get them to tell a, a, a listener, story. A random listener. A random Hold listener, them in right? off the street. Yeah. And, uh, like if you just say that I go oh that sounds great but then you go they have to sit down with the mics the cameras <coughs> the lights front of the producers videographers us and, t- and trying to tell a story and you're trying to think there's people who talk for a living that come in here and go oh yeah. I wouldn't like, mind we do them most of the time just sometimes you're just playing it takes you back like a bit well, you know what it is it's, it's when you're asking the question tell us about yourself 
Mm. And it's, yeah, a, it's a personal yeah, yeah, question, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's you're asking about like you. I think that's the people easiest talk, people question. Talk it's all you don't know where to start, there, but, you know. Yeah, but I mean? like, where are you from? What your name is? My name is Connor Bizza. I'm I'm originally from Trees' Gardens Flats. Yeah, sorry. Dan. I live in <laughs> <laughs> I live in Drimna now. Yeah, I live in Drimna about seven years and. Don't know what else to say. What do I say now? Like, He's a belter of a DJ. <laughs> yeah, Basically, I produce yeah. music. I produced in the last ten years or so. What made you want to get into producing music? I just loved music. Just loved it. I just anytime I heard a song and. But it even hit me. the idea of it, where where does that come into your head? Especially as so young, you were such a young age when you started. So where does that idea come into your head? Um, where does it come into my head? Because I don't know, I, I just, I'd love just... to fucking. I think, oh, I'd love to do this and I'd love to do that. But you, start, you, start, hear, you hear music. It starts very yeah. young, like from the music I grown up listening to, you know what I mean? What your, yeah. what your influence boy, like for example, like you were now when you used to listen to all the, the tunes and all, all yeah, the Yeah, Tony Braxton and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. like, the first time I heard house music, it was like, right, I want to make that, you know what I mean? Because it hit me right there, you know that way? So yeah. I had my own ideas of what I wanted to do with it, you get me? Yeah. I didn't want to, I, I, I heard house music and I, it wasn't the way I wanted it, you get me? Yeah. So that's when I started to say to myself, I want to start producing my own house music. Yeah, and make it sound the way I want it. Even that young, you were thinking like that young, yeah. yeah. And then, so when do you start DJing then? I start DJing at fourteen. Start producing music at eighteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, so you did it the opposite way around, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I, the opposite. I, 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 um, I, I, I played the drums with it at the start. The drums. Yeah, I was, I was born into music. My grandfather's part of all the show bands and all the years, and <clears throat> and my dad used to sing to me since I was born. My home, my sides are all singers, my dad's side. I was just blessed, really, to get into music, you know what I mean? And I got into computers and all, like I was flat on the game and all, and it was a flat out game when I was younger, like, don't get me wrong, I was always on it. But I kind of got into like making like graphics and stuff like that. It was, I was always on laptops, you know what I mean? Like, I was always, didn't know what it was going to be, but it was going to be, so I always had it in my head, even when I was in school and all, that education wasn't for me, I was beyond, it was something beyond me, like, that was going to be bigger. And I just didn't know what it was. Um, I knew it was going to be like, you know, the standard job that people were going to do, you know, get get your education and then go and like get get your apprentice and go and do this and that and, and, and so forth. But I knew it was always something, it was something bigger than that. And then the music always connected with me. But when, when I started, I was making graphics design and stuff like that, trying to make artworks and stuff like that. But then I came across a, a software called FL Studio, Fruity Loops it's called. And I was fascinated by how you could remake like songs that were out in the charts exactly the same way as they were like this software you could do anything on it and I was fascinated by it so eventually I just I just grew, grew a pair of balls and said look I'm going to just bleed and download this now and, and go with it and um, at first I had a look at it and I was trying to do it and it was just like gibberish to me and, and I turned it off but there was a at that moment then when I was on my laptop and I put it away I was like right so I can either sit here now and I can be like every other young fella who wants to do something and then just gives up and moves on. Or else I can open the laptop back up and I could just go for it until I find the result and just go for it. And for age, I was making shit, you know what I mean? I was obviously that that's the case. Like that's it's like that, everyone. It's like it? that, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's something that people don't really talk about is when you, at the start you have to accept the fact that you're gonna make shit music. Or yeah. that calls for that. People just get frustrated, yeah, just leave it then. Calls you know for that and you have to pay you have to make, if you're gonna yeah, do yeah, something, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna master a craft, you have to accept the fact that you're gonna be shit at the beginning. You know what I mean? And I did and I got through it and once I found I just made I remember one day I made a melody. And uh, tried to tone me out. Yeah, yeah. Tone me out. I made the start of that, and I remember sitting there listening to it for about half an hour, just being like, "Wow, like this I is listen, crazy." I listened to me stuff as well before I even got into the clubs and all. I was like, "This fella's gonna be huge," you know what I mean? Like in himself, yeah. but like 
that's it. You just have to keep at it, boys. Yeah, it's just, it's just, like, you know what I mean? You start out, you just have to keep going. It's just you know continuing. It's so. just continuing. You continue in your craft and not not being not being like intimidated by your area, by by your surroundings. Because you know, when I started off, like when I in Donegal, where I'm from, like there's nobody doing what I was doing. Nobody. Like I used to get made fun of by my teachers and everything because I wanted to become a DJ. You yeah. know what I mean? Like people laughed at me for years over it because I was DJing in the clubs on the weekends, trying to make music during the week and going to school every day and doing shite in school. You know what I mean? People laughed at me That's over the. The biggest book. advice that I'd that I'd give to any kid out there is most kids that want to start something are afraid of because of what people think. Hundred percent. Yeah. And do you know what? We're all guilty of it. I'm especially guilty of it. I'm one of them that say I don't really give a bollocks what anyone thinks. But then when I think about them, like I actually deal with it. Mm. Yeah. Like when I think when, everybody does though. Yeah, there's nobody that's not like well, Sasha Murray's he's no listen he's if we if we, if we if we didn't give a fu- if we if we didn't care about what people think like like in our in our job in what we do we're in the public eye now so we, you have to care about what people think yeah, to, to an extent do you know what I mean definitely but, but I think just starting off though because I remember when we even started this off someone coming up to me and going uh, what are you doing a blatant podcast for or he asked, what, what's that you're getting on a podcast? And I was like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. And he's like, what are you doing a fucking podcast yeah. for, you mad thing? You know what it is, though? Well, I, like... I don't mind people asking the question, basically, yeah, but it's it's the whole, it's, there's a condescending bit in it. You can hear it in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you know what that is, don't you? You know, that's because they don't understand it. But you know yeah. what it is? Yeah, it's, it's, it's too big for them. Well. It's too big for them to understand. So they just they just try to belittle it. Until yeah. they understand what it is, yeah. then they'll support it. Yeah. So for yeah. years, obviously, myself and Bizzard got shunned upon for trying to be DJs and trying to be bigger than what is a DJ in Dublin. And now and, and it, like for for years like I'm from the north side business off business from the south side yeah mm. and like because obviously business was the name on the south side of Dublin and I was I was the name on the north side of Dublin we were always compared to each other but in a way where like people are always saying like oh what's thing of business and all like this and that you're better than him he's and the same voice versa to him over the south side comparing himself to me so then when after COVID when we sat and business got together um people didn't know what to do for a while. They actually didn't expect us to come together as one. It never happened mm. before. It's usually, you know, the, 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 the way people are in Ireland is you talk shit about each other until they do, they do well to the point where you can't talk shit about them anymore. Yeah. And when me and Miz came together, people were shocked by it. So it took them a while to kind of get there because they were supporting me and they were supporting him. But so they were supporting us as one now, you know what I mean? And this is something, the message that we were trying to put across with this was, look, you can talk about people all you want, but if you come together as one, look what you can achieve. To give me look yeah. what you can do, and this is, and we're trying to change that mentality of people in Ireland. Go out and do what you need to do, but yeah. work together in the, in the process. And you know what I mean? might laugh, but then look what can happen. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Yes, it can happen. Man. But you started DJing because I even remember people talking about you Robbie years ago when you were younger, and the, <coughs> you took a break for a while, did you? Yeah, for about for about two years, I went to a rough patch. Yeah, went to a rough stage. Just, 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 just uh, not just music, but on a personal scale as well. Just there was a block there. You know what I mean? So I had to take a break, um, but. At the, at the same time, it, it, it was it was you have to go through them stages. I was I, like I said, I was only young. I was only seven, I was probably eighteen and nineteen when I went through it. And um, look, the party and got up with me. The party and caught up with me. Um, I was around the wrong people. Um, I went through certain stereotypical stages in the industry where you can get caught up in things, and you know you can get you can get you know taken advantage of, and you know extorted and this and that. But I'm I'm happy that I went through that stage because. Being so young and going through that, and you know coming out coming out of that situation, learn from it. That'll never happen to me again. Yeah, do you get me? Like I'm, I'm in a position now where I'm experienced enough at a young age. I'm only a young 20, twenty year old. You know what I mean? And 
to be able to go through that and say, right, I've done that now. Nobody's going to fuck me over like that again. Do you get me? And that goes for, that's not, that's not one specific person, but that's the industry. Yeah. If you let the industry do that to you, it'll, t- it'll take it. Look, it's a shark's water out there in the music industry as a whole. You know what I mean? But what I went through then is only going to take, I'm, I'm taking that with me now. Do you get me? I'm more experienced now because of that. And it, it's, a, it's a tale now rather than, rather than something that I'm dwelling on, you know? Mm. Yeah. And it is, man, because you, you are very young. Like, as I said, I remember being in Roots and you were like a superstar. Like, people were pulling out you and all. And I remember looking like, this fella is a kid. Like, you are. <laughs> you were, you were literally a baby there. Yeah. But then I remember, still am a baby, bro. Well, that, you're right, yeah. <laughs> and in, in my eyes, he is, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I remember, like, but we'd be in rights with all the boys, and then we go back to someone's gaff, and you'd be in bleeding pigeons shed or something on the pits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You'd be showing the boys then how to DJ and all. Sure. And I was like, this is madness. And then your songs are on bleeding SoundCloud or whatever, and big DJs around the world are playing your mixes of songs. I was like, this fella is fucking. To me, back then, I was like, in terms of what a DJ was in Dublin, I was like, he's made it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you were playing all the venues around the city as well, up and down the country in some stages, and I was like, he's made it. Yeah. But then the fact that you say, I actually hit a row and I didn't, I didn't like, you didn't break through that. Yeah. You, that stopped it in your tracks. It's yeah. mad to hear that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. yeah. It was at a stage as well where, where if, like, if buts and, you know, like what could have been, should have been and all this and that, but I feel like at the time, I was at a stage where I could have blown onto a world stage at that age and I would have been very young. And looking back at it now, I think if if that was to happen then, it probably could have been, it probably would have been the worst thing that could have ever yeah. happened to me in terms of my career because I wasn't ready for it. You know what I mean? Well, everything um, for a reason. And sometimes you just it. need to hit that block bottom. It's to timing. Start to go, right. It makes you assess the situation and everything that you have gone <clears> from. It's hard to go. Where am I actually going from here? Yeah. Like you can't learn unless you fuck up. Or 100%. You can't learn unless you walk into this like traps or whatever, or whatever it is that was going on in the industry yeah. or whatever. You know the type of way you can't yeah, learn like, until that happens. Like, it's 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 timing is everything. Timing is absolutely everything. Look, I I I'm, don't get me wrong. At the time, like you said it yourself, there was people all over me when I was I was only a kid, and that happened to a naive kid that wants to be great. It gets to your head, and I had a big head when I was younger. When I didn't realise it until obviously I hit I hit a wall. Reality slapped me in the face, and like I said, it's the best thing that it's the best thing that happened to me because not only like I want to be an example, and so does Bizzle. We want to be examples of the Irish culture, the Irish scene, you know what I mean? And if I was to break back then, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked out the way it did now. And yeah. it, and it's better. It, it could have been very easy for you to give up then and be like, okay, oh, you had it all. Yeah. And like as a 20 or 21 year old when you're coming out of that road or whatever, you'd be like pointing the finger at other people. Yeah, well, I was doing this when I was 17 yeah, and not want to had be it all and knock her all on the head and be like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. I did it. And then just stopped. And then Whereas now you came through the other side and you're probably 10 times as successful yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you walk back then, and you're, I said, you're only 25, mate. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the two years are, he's are in the game a long time, but he's are still fucking, he's are, time is on his side as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're never going to stop, though, are we? Like, no. It's just in us now, you know, it's in the no. blood, like, so. Mm. Yeah. It's and do you, do you feel what, he, do you understand what he's saying about the industry there? Yeah, yeah, it's just having the right people around you, like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, you probably don't think you had the right people around him, he's only a kid, like, so. Yeah, it just easily happened to anybody, you know the way. So yeah, yeah. You know, what advice would you give to someone starting off that's in the industry? Um, make sure you have people around you that you trust, like that you love. Not just not just people that are in the in the game. Like you need to make sure you have people around you that fully support you, and it, that that goes down to one person. 
You know what I mean? If you have, if you have, like, not don't get me wrong, I had a family around me that, that support me, that, that they, but they didn't understand what I was doing. Make sure you have people around you that, you know, you, you tell them you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And, and, and make sure people are there to, you know, to, to support that, whether, 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 whether it's, even if they don't understand it, just make sure people are there around you that are saying, go for it. You know what I mean? Rather than people saying, oh, like, constantly questioning what you're doing and constantly making, making you question yourself and what you're doing. And realistically, if if they if they're not in the game, they're not they're not doing what you want to do. Then they can't they can't question it. It's a stone age mentality that yeah. though. It's like it's almost like keep safe. Yeah. Like yeah. go school, college, get a job, yeah. walk a night to five, have yeah. a family. Just be around people house, that have an open mind. Like mm-hmm. That's Nobody really tells it. you to take risks. No. Like what? Say you are walking a job and you want to take that risk and go for something else. Fucking do it. Mm. Like if it doesn't work out, you go back to the job. You got a new job. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's a real Stone Age mentality. Yeah. That hundred percent. I mean? We're stuck in the 100%. same thing, and it's a real Irish thing as well. I think. Yeah. You know. No, it is. Mean? It's it a is. very Irish thing. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I think all, like lads like us are just breaking down barriers all the time by people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we're taking them risks. That's like, it. Like yeah. if you two didn't come together, boys, wouldn't but, even say it's risk. It's like hard work and dedication to do it's something. It's a you chance want to do, more than a risk because a risk means that you have to jeopardy. Risk means if you don't succeed, you're gonna absolutely fall on your face. But it's not even like that. People don't realize that. Don't, like failure doesn't define you. Do you know what no. I mean? Fail, like John, you know old saying, like failure isn't getting knocked down; it's staying down. My dad always said, "You have to learn how to lose before you learn how to win." Exactly. And that's something he's told me for years. But well, well, I was always, you know, stressed out about the littlest things, and it's something now when I'm looking back, it's it's one of the best things that he ever told me. Exactly. So you could have stayed down, but you didn't. You got back 100%. up. Hundred percent. Because because <coughs> if I worried about people telling me, or like look, you said there when you fall back down, people are afraid of what people are going to say when you fail, or they might think you make a show of yourself, this and that, but. It, it, they don't talk about the losses when you're winning. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like a gambler. They don't talk about the losses. Do you know what I mean? They talk about when they're winning the money. It's the same when you're successful or when you're trying to be successful. If you, if you, if you, if you, like the amount of times that I've failed and the amount of times business failed, the amount of songs we've put up that have been flops. Yeah. To get me a solo artist, you know what I mean? But people don't know about them challenges. You get me? Do you know about the songs that are successful? Only that. <laughs> no, I didn't mention that. Though, <laughs> yeah. Not yet. But, 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 yeah, well, that's, that's, like, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. That's it. Ten, yeah, ten years, ten years of ten years of, of ten time years in Bailey. One year of people thinking it's an overnight success. Like, like, anything, boys. It's like it's like fighting. Yeah, you see a fight, and one, one of the fighters knocks the other one out in the first round. People go, "All oh, that for that, Jesus." Yeah. That was easy. I yeah, like you haven't seen the years of no. hard work mm-hmm. in, or even that camp. Say, at the even a couple of weeks before, yeah, intense yeah, training yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. People go, "Went in, knocked them out in a minute." Yeah. Like you, was, you know what I mean. So people don't see the work you have been putting in for fucking years yeah. before. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's you know it. I mean? Yeah, I think from a lot of people who didn't know who he was, well, probably a solo artist over the last say ten years, he was just come out of nowhere. Yeah, but he didn't though. No, he uh, didn't. Do you know what no. I mean? So people thought you were English. People thought you were English from from Dublin. Saying, "Yes, I thought you were English." Yeah, you heard about the Zoni and it was successful. Yeah, people thought, yeah. Hey, it must be English. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. but it's like it's that's that's what we're trying to change. You know what I mean? We're trying yeah. to change a mentality rather than like it's there for us. It's there for anybody, like for yourselves, boys. You just wanted to become podcasters. You just wanted to make a podcast. You just worked hard enough. You just got there. It, it's in your own. It's in your own backyard. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. It's 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 just about getting up and doing it. You know what I mean? And not worrying too much about what other people think and making sure that your prime thought is that you want to do it and just do it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You need to have the visions and the goals as well. You know what I mean? You have to walk towards. I'm sure you had goals of getting people on. Whoever you wanted to yeah, walk towards, get yeah. people on. We wanted to fucking. Walk towards festivals yeah. and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's and what I, I'm doing. And I say, like at the time, like like when I when I got when, like when I when I walked to Biza, before even even before I walked to Biza, I was still going through a rough patch. That COVID, before COVID was, I was at my worst, and I have to say, COVID was 
a time where I found myself again and it gave me a chance because before that was mayhem I was still going through that all that mayhem and of like trying to become this and, and having this name of you know being this next big thing and all and this and that and the mayhem stopped through COVID because everything stopped at COVID yeah. the scene stopped you know what I mean so it gave me a chance to sit back and think about what I wanted to do and what I really wanted to do and, and bring it back to enjoying the music again and Bissett was the one who, who came and basically picked me up I remember we did a gig in uh, was it Kildare was it? Dundalk I think it was Dundalk yeah Dundalk it was and it was the first time I seen Bizzit in probably about a year and a half I'd say and I was I was at my worst I'd done a show I was in a, in a heap I was like just mentally I was broken and I sat down with Biss and it was just him he, he wasn't even saying much it was just a calm and energy him just telling me someone from the scene who, who talked exactly like I did and it was only in then I realised that like Bizzit was exactly like me you know what I mean and he just talked to me and calmed me down and it was so refreshing walking over and it was in that moment I was like right, okay I need to he made me cop on a little bit you know what I mean and then that was that was when we started kind of properly talking a bit more and yeah I ended up driving you home that day he drove me home yeah. and all that day he did yeah but there was there was just it was after that then he was like let's, let's just get in the studio and like even he actually what was the idea exactly though how did oh, you sit down and create this so come on <laughs> We're talking for I think it was just to get in the studio together obviously and me and Robbie, Robbie obviously obviously always wanted to get in the studio together but I think it was just when the studio was built we just said right come on and he was over every day nearly you know what I mean and then what we were doing in the studio we're just thinking to each other like we can't stop this you know what I mean we have to keep going with this yeah. it's something special you know what I mean so and this is where we are now you, you know what I feel it at the time bro I've not, still, I've, still to this point. day this yeah. whole year yeah no joke this whole year has just felt different it's just like for 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 us the, what we've dreamt of in the past 10 years as or 8 years as, as producers it's it's all happening to us now and more you know what I mean and it's if it's mad because the, the moment we got into the studio that first time it, we knew we knew it was going to happen we just knew it was going we didn't even make the songs at this point we just when we were walking the way we were walking the way we were flowing the feeling we had and that's that's the feeling that we were looking for. We, like, yes, we want to be successful. We want to be famous to an extent, but for what we do, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. we want to be, you know, we want to be financially stable for the rest of our lives and look after our family, all that. But the feeling that we got when we got in the studio that time when we made music, that's what we we're seeking. And we we get that every time we go to the studio. It's yeah. like something. It's like something bigger is is literally supporting us now. And just it's just something that we know we can't we can't stop from we, we can't stop it now. You know what I mean? Because because of how magical it feels and how magical it sounds and we want to we want to bring that to everybody else you know what I mean so you have the right motivations they're in it for the love of it that's it, love it yeah. I mean, that's it for the love of it for, for the music for like he said he said at the start he wants to make music he wants to make music his way you know what I mean and that's that's what we're doing like we we all grew up around the 90s era the 90s sound Dublin City loves the 90s you know what I mean they love all that stuff but there was nobody really making that in Dublin and me, I kind of fell into the, the UK style a little bit. I was trying to trying to I was trying to get into the UK but trying to make UK music whereas people from the like like the industry in the UK is not gonna pick somebody from Dublin over somebody from the UK who's making the same songs. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? True, so yeah. me myself and Biss found that Dublin sound and flipped it, made it our own and we've just been going going there ever, ever since, you know what I mean? Mm. Like I actually got called a sellout the other day for my music being sounding the same in the comments. Saying, oh, did you see this? No. You didn't see this? Got called a sellout the other day because uh, all our music sounds the same, supposedly, since we've been signed. Don't read the fucking comment. Nah, listen, it's the first nah, comment I replied all year. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a better of reply, and he didn't know what to say. What but was the reply? 
I just told yeah, him, I'm sorry you feel that way and all that. And then throwing it back at him. But I just basically said to him, look, the, the music I'm making now has nothing to do with money motivation or nothing to do with career motivation. It's down to the music that I'm actually genuinely loving. Yeah, 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 that we love, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So, That's it. But yeah. But Belt has only started with Bizzit. Bizzit started the brand in the, in the Grand Social. In the Grand Social, yeah, it was like an events night. But uh, I obviously had no idea of like getting another producer on board and obviously belting out the challenge, you know what I mean? And he was just the perfect fit, you know, that way. I asked him, one day he came out to shoot, I asked him, I said, what story do you want to bleed and make this thing, like, official, yeah? And he says, ah, I don't know, I don't know. I said, I no, yeah, right. torn it down, yeah. <laughs> like, when you go on a few dates and he says, do you want to make this official? You're like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to jump in here. Like, Q.E. guy, yeah, you know what I mean? I was leaving like that and the hoiders, and I fuck now, that's him now, gone now. Yeah. Yeah. Goes back the next day, end up making a couple of belters again. No, we, were like, just, yeah. we, were just, we were just in the flow. So belters only, the name was already a thing. It was an event night, yeah. Right. The Grand Social, yeah. And then you were like, fuck this. You know what it was? Make it bigger. I just wanted to make it bigger, you know what I mean? A bigger brand, like a whole big brand, not only events. No, you want to build yeah. into like... Like Belters Only TV and stuff on YouTube and, and a load of other stuff. Only podcast. Even the yeah, bag. Yeah, even the bag. This is a conversation. Boys, that be more. That was a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, no, but like, like... To be honest, I turned it down the first time because it was... Why, Robbie? Yeah, why? Robbie? Ego. Yeah. It was down to ego. It was down to me still fighting with myself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like I said, I was still kind of coming off. This was the kind of turning point for me when Bizzit asked me to get in and walk with him. Like, it was the turning point for me to kind of put that old version of me you saw it you know what I mean that was people filling me years where you're going to be a superstar you're going to be this you're going to be that you know what I mean and like it was at the first I was a natural, it was a natural instinct for me to say no but what I did say was I said look I said I'm not committing to that now because I didn't know what I wanted I didn't know whether I wanted do you know what I mean but I said I'll keep going to the studio which the next session next session in the studio I, I just I trusted myself I trusted how I felt <coughs> we, were banging, we were banging out the tunes and I just turned around and said fuck I'll join fuck it let's do it Know what I mean? And that was it. I didn't look back since. And it was because of that feeling I felt when me, me and him were together. We were just walking on music and, the music and, and I was like, this is what I'm seeking. Oh, you see, I turned around and I said, listen, we, we can't stop this. You cannot stop this feeling, you know what I mean? Like, you just have to keep coming back for more. And that's yeah. what he did. Like, it'd be just... a waste of talent that yeah, way. Yeah. It? Like, imagine if you always didn't. Like, you can almost... Like you can almost nearly not remember what it was like to Before, not have yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, literally, yeah. Literally, yeah. And, yeah. and it's mad because there was, <laughs> there was a time, but... Like literally, like it's just it's down. It's, it's down. It's just to that. getting so big that you yeah. nearly forget that there was a time when you weren't paired up. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, it's that big yeah. now. But like, it's down. It's down to that buzz. It's down to that buzz that we that we feel in that studio. And 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 with that buzz, we're creating shows that people are absolutely loving. Yeah. So it's just we're literally at a point where we're just like, let's see how far this goes. And yeah. we both want to. We both want the world domination. We both want to take over this this scene. Yeah. So let's do it together. We're both on the same page. So Robbie, you said your first gig, you were fourteen or fifteen and sin. Yeah. Yeah. What was yours, Bissy? Jesus. Um, he's a dinosaur. This <laughs> he, was on the, he, was on the, he was on the 12 tens, this fella. Jesus. Yeah, he's on. I'm going into the 12 tens. I will speak about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, my first gig. First gig. It's all right to say it was the 21st. No, if you want to go there do parties, it was probably a christening or something, you know what I mean? It was yeah. the first time I'd done a party. I think it was about 15 or something. Yeah. Done it for my auntie or something's christening or whatever it was, you know what I mean? I just played and just sitting there just playing tunes like got 300 quid for us the light at myself oh, yeah. was, you know what I mean yeah, yeah heavy poke that is club gig I was probably done it for free you know what I mean my first gig I can't remember where it was like club 52 on Abbey Street or something yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I ended up doing it for nothing you know what I mean like yeah. just to get my name out there like yeah but yeah 
And then, so, so see, what, see when you know, did you take any breaks like Robbie did or not? Like that? You just literally consistently got. Well, I was consistent, but uh, I wasn't really getting into the clubs that much, you know what I mean? Obviously, my music was still getting better and better, but it wasn't good enough, obviously, to be at Robbie's level, you know what I mean? But I just working hard, hard, hard all the time and just got to a point where I blew up around 2018, 2019. Not blew up, but just like I was selling out a few places like Grand Social in Dublin and all that, and I just got my name out there. Uh, he ran Dublin. He ran Dublin at one point for for the house end. Like at the time where I was doing nothing, this was in the belt is only blew up as a brand on the Saturday nights in the Grand Social. Every single Saturday it was sold out. Every single Saturday, like, and yeah, he was you were, you were, you. There's not many places. Not many places. Well, I was in Bulls as well and a couple of other places. I've done a few gigs around Ireland, around just before COVID, and then obviously when COVID hit, then it was just like there's nothing going. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was it in 2018, 2019? It was the Grand Social, it was coming into the Grand Social, Carl Mack brought me in around New Year's and then that was it then, I started doing my own nights and my music just was just getting better and better, you know that way, so. Yeah, and what do you reckon it was that blew you up though? Just the music, obviously my producing was, was getting better, yeah. It was just that it was just going around. It, it was just the producing side of things, it was just obviously just getting to the next level and the next level and it was just getting better at productions, you know what I mean? You didn't and then stop, obviously, you didn't stop. Obviously the ideas were coming to coming to fruition like so everyone was just jumping on the tunes then you know what I mean and just that's how I was selling out gigs you released about 50 tunes on SoundCloud that's how, that's how <laughs> yeah. one of them is bound to stick I was there, I was there at one point I was there trying to, I was over analysing trying to think of a tune going right I put that up look to me right this fella's on this fella on Facebook again new tune two days later new tune new tune I'm like I'm putting this when I, listen back to them, when I listen back to them they're brutal you know what I mean but like I was just like throwing them out there just being relevant you know what I mean yeah, so yeah, yeah. that was the main thing like yeah, well, that's you can't really complain with that. Like mm. you were saying, you have to fucking push something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of that's way. It, that's it. That's it. But you're talking about you're saying like you had an ego and you didn't really want to start that first. Your head was still. Up. What did you do with the Because you, yes, you, you almost sound like you're talking about your older self as a different person. What did you do to separate that? To like become who you are now? Do you get me? Because you keep on saying the old Robbie. The COVID, the COVID, the COVID forced everybody to close that doors and stay indoors. Mm. And that I lost the run of myself. I lost myself who I actually am, and what I truly wanted to make music for at the beginning when I was only a young fella. Like before, like people start coming in, and you know, like like the industry took over me and used me as like a product as a brand. You know what I mean? And for all that, I wanted to make music. I wanted to change people's feelings, how they felt when they walked into a room. You know what I mean? That's that's what I wanted to do for. And I lost all that. And when COVID, when COVID came, um. It forced everybody to just just close the doors and, and and be in their own head. And I was never that person to worry about being in my own head. You know what I mean? I could, I could control myself in my own head. I never wanted to be that person who overthinks and you know what I mean. Like like get get into a state like that. And I came I, I, I came to a, 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 a crossroads with myself where I was like, right, I need to sort this out. Like I need to like I'm not going to be this person that that you know this person I am now. I'm not going to be that. And like I just. I just literally calmed myself down. I put any sort of feeling of, you know, I'm gonna become great. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna just work on music. I've nothing else to do. Tomorrow's the same shit. COVID's still here. I'm just gonna work on music, keep working on music and fall into it for love. At the end of the day, I'm still a bit I'm still a bedroom producer. That's where I started. I started on my laptop in my bedroom. So I did that, stayed in my bedroom and just made loads of music. Um and with there I started falling in love with it with it again. Just the music started making me fall in love with what I really wanted to, to do again. And then, like I said, Bizza was the saving grace for me, to be honest. Um, at the time where Bizza came and approached me, he, um, you know, like, like I said, I had that chat with him and all down, down, down the country that time I was doing the gig. And he showed me what 
he took me in basically him and Evo Evo's the, Evo, Evo's the other uh, Evo's the other founder of Beltasoni um, I remember having a chat with them one day we ended up going on a drive and all, all around Dublin do you remember that yeah, yeah, yeah. and he basically just talked sense to me just showed me what what reminded me what mattered and what didn't yeah. you know what I mean and 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 had uh, the guy on humbled me in a way. I had to chew COVID. I had to walk. Um, never had to walk a day in my life before COVID. Like had to walk in best best men's wear in uh, in Stevens Green there, and um, that humbled me as well. You know what I mean? Because like I said, 14, 15 years of age, I'm DJing in clubs, the rarest thing ever for somebody around here. And yeah. It, it, like I had to, I, I was afraid to go into work and uh, go into this job and be like, right, this is the end of me. Then you know what I mean. Like you said, the mentality people are gonna look at me and think, Jesus, what's he doing in yeah. there? He's a failure, yeah. Yeah. And um, that's the ego, isn't it? That was the ego fighting with me. You know what I mean? But mm. but yeah, that's what the job humbled me. Like having to go in and do it, do a nine to five, and you know, like never mind the money. I didn't care about the money. It's not about the money for me. You know what I mean? But going in and having to do shifts it reminded me that I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to do this you know what I mean I was like I'm going to come out with this job and I'm not going to look back you know what I mean and that was around the time Busy came to me and said look let's let's start this belt only thing and it wasn't even about like where it is now it was like it wasn't we, were, we weren't even thinking of this did, it was, you, did you think it was going to get to this um, like so especially we, always so felt, we both felt in our heads yeah yeah no we definitely we, had, we were going yeah. to get somewhere yeah yeah but not within this, not within a year of apart to get to where we are now. No, we definitely, we definitely had a vision, you know that way. Like, and I think we, if we didn't have that vision, we wouldn't be here. Do you get yeah. me? So we yeah, thought, we thought, yeah. we always thought bigger than everyone yeah. around us. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's just yeah. always the way it was. It's ambition. Ambition, yeah. Ambition, yeah. Yeah, and, that's and you have to be. You have to stay ambitious, 100%. because like, to me, I don't want to sound disrespectful, but it's kind of an oversaturated industry in Ireland. Yeah, like, everyone's a DJ. Yeah, yeah. like, well, what are you doing different then? Yeah. That's and you have but to do what's good about now is Calvin, people are trying to produce now. Yeah, people are trying to make music now. There's a lot of there's a lot of more there's a lot more young fellas. I know a lot of the boys now starting out that are uh, doing producing courses and that, and doing there's a lot of courses in Dublin. And all they're trying to learn how to make the music now because that's what's going to kick them off. Anyone, exactly. like, anyone can be a DJ. Anyone can pick up a set of decks and learn how to DJ and play music. But if you want to learn how to make the music, that's the career. Know what I mean? That's that's what sets you apart. Yeah. And. Well, I think there's I think there's a problem in 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 Ireland, um, and it's probably the same in the UK. But I can only speak for her. There's a lot of the older generation that were just DJs, yeah, um, maybe didn't have the access to make music back then that they did now. Started off on the vinyls on the twelve tens and all. <laughs> and no, but listen, these twelve tens keep getting rolled. He's got he's going to go on and rant now in a minute because I'm about to bring this up, but. <laughs> but 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 no, but they always bring it back to that conversation. Like, oh, they're always bitter. Like now they've done their career, they're done. They always bring it back to this this twelve ten era. And you know what I mean? Not twelve tens are no the vinyls, vinyls, yeah. So obviously DJs started out on vinyls, but now it's CDJs where you put your USB. In it's on, very easy you know now to walk in. That's one thing I always said. Like you know when you go. You see Calvin Harris at a festival and he's on the decks and he's jumping across and you're like, mate, you are the one to put USB in there and yeah. press and play of a mix that you've already got done. Yeah. So like, why is he pretending that he's mixing these songs live when it's all coming from a USB? Yes, well, the, the USB is all the tunes on it. So it's basically the same as a CD. But could he not just put like, say, go to the studio, do a 90 minute mix, he could, finish he could, it on there, boom, hit play, not walk away. Unless it's a, it's a show where everything has to be pre-recorded or something, you know what I mean? Where it has to be on time, everything's on time, you know what I mean? But, 
I mean, that's, I that's, reckon, for, that's for them to speak about because we haven't got the. Yeah, I reckon it's uh, he's just mixing in yeah. all the USBs off the songs yeah. off the USBs. But that's not like I mean? asking would a singer not just go out and have the songs on just mind the songs. That's not the same. That can work. It would be. Yeah, it would be the same. But yeah, listen. So is that look? Would he be a fraud if he done that? People found. Listen for the record. For the record, yeah. But you still have to make the mix. Not really. Yeah, you have to make the mix. Yeah, obviously. You know, you see. Sorry about cutting across it. David Guetta, I think, at the World Cup. Yeah, the decks that weren't even plugged in and bouncing around. See them situations. You need to be. Pre-recorded, yeah. Who was he fueling? Like for like for big shows and stuff, stuff would have to be re- pre-recorded because you, everything is timed. You know what I mean? Every, yeah. Like this person has to be on at this time. The next person has to be on at that time. So you have to be finished at the last thing you want time, is you know a fuck I mean? up at the wall. Exactly. Exactly. So that's so it's good. I suppose in that way. To yeah. Pre-record well, yeah. For the record, yeah, we don't pre-record that unless it's a big show like that. Yeah, we DJ all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Not on twelve tens though. Yeah. So twelve tens are turntables. Yeah. Like that. That. Fire records and stuff to go on, yeah. yeah. But like, there's, there's just an old, old DJ generation kind of gives out about all the younger DJs coming on CDJs, CD, CDJs, yeah. But the base is <laughs> the base is saying, like, ah, oh, they're not real DJs and stuff like that. Give it, give it a pair of 12 tens and see what you can do with them, basically. Yeah. Just like, is it, is like, it the like, what's the 12 tens? Like, people who would have learned to DJ and that would have been in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you're like, DJing now with that, it, you I would come up in that age. Vinyls. I started on vinyls, but I wouldn't go back to them. Yeah. Because it's like saying, like, oh, can we go back to the iPhone 3? Yeah. You know what I mean? And we go on the iPhone 3. See, that's what I was going to say. Is it not just like an upgrade? It's an upgrade, yeah. yeah. Both, I think both. it's coming yeah, from a, a, a place of spy. It's, it's coming a, from a listen, place that's of spy. Ex- that, and listen, I think that's all it is, to be honest with you. I think, mm. I think, I think it's, it's still a spy. I think it's lack of, I think it's lack of knowledge and it's lack of adapt. Pe- yeah. People lacking yeah. to yeah. it. They, want, they don't want to adapt. You know what I mean? They're, they're at a point now where they need to do, like, yeah, with, 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 with working on CDJs it's not just about being a DJ anymore and that's the truth that, it's not just about being a DJ you have to be a personality I you have to have a bit of about you play, not you know how you mean? play isn't it really what? it's what you play and not how you play it's a bit, it's a bit of both but I mean you like, you put down and someone's on a pair of 12 hands or someone's on the newest pioneers I don't give a bollocks what no, what say is no it is not 100% but listen if you're, if you're well known if you're well known now it doesn't matter whether you're a good DJ or not do you get me? You could go on. You, 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 you could be an absolute lunatic on Instagram. You could put a set of decks. People are gonna buy tickets to see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's. I can see that side of it where where you know if like you have to be more than that. But this thing about like there's always like it's still happening to this day. We're still seeing it actively now online. People saying, "Oh, like you need to be, you need to do this, you need to do that." Back in my day, stick them on a pair of twelve tens, blah blah. Yeah, but like, see, but you have to, you have to do more than that. You Surely have, you have to market yourself. Learn how to market yourself. Ah, no, it's just. It's it's an old it's an old mentality and it needs to stop because it, like does does it your f- you, human yeah but you think you think nah, you think you ever see James hype yeah you ever see James hype the DJ he has like four four different decks and he can cue things loop things different things you know what I mean you can't do this on twelve tens you can't do all this on twelve tens you know what I mean yeah so nah, that's why we're kind of like yeah, you know what it is bro it's not it's not I'm not even filming over it yet it's just we we me me we haven't been personally attacked over it. Nor is busy, right? Right, that's what I was gonna ask. No, we no, haven't. Have like, this coming no, from a place of like someone's this, getting well, listen, we're, up we're in a position now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in a position now where we can talk about it. You get me? Yeah. yeah. But but like it's just like I said, it's back down to supporting each other, supporting your own. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, yeah, there might be outlets around the area that that don't like what we're doing. They don't like us, you know, being out there and being on the world stage now and blah blah blah. But putting stuff up and saying back in my day this back in my day that and these and this these these like there is people in the in the game now in the artist industry now that are in, are in some sort of level still where they can be influential towards younger artists and they're putting this stuff up yeah. you know what I mean and there's no need for it there's Wind no man, need for it like this is really confusing to me because people who are saying stuff like that that they come up on 1210s right 
to me, based off the era that is, they should be in their late 40s or early 50s. Yeah, yeah. They're not even like fellas who are in their 30s and be like, oh, you had to DJ a different way. It's not even where you get the time to be complaining about. But that's what I'm honestly. saying. So, like, what did they expect you to be doing? Oh, that's no, I just oh, don't yeah. get Hold this. Hold on, we get the 12 tens out. Yeah, just to prove <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> like, what you don't Like, Dr. Dre would have come up on 12 tens, yeah. and that fella has, like, the best producing setup ever now. Yeah, it's, oh, just, it's, a, it's an irrelevant conversation now. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's yeah. like they missed the generation yeah. to give out there. If yeah. they give out there, the generation before you was about it, you'd be like, you kind of have a point there, mate, but move on. Yeah. Now you're a newer generation again. You're like, just stop. It's just sad that the only time that they have they actually talk about what the new DJs are doing is when they're saying that they should be doing what they were doing. Yeah, when yeah. it was a completely different time. Hundred percent different. Hundred percent. Just, yeah. just, just, just support your own. Simple. Yeah. Right. Back to the music, boys. Yeah, the user music. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Belt is only gets together. Yeah. What's the four songs released then? Make me feel good. Right. See, I thought that was a ballsy yeah. move, boys. Why was ballsy move? Because I thought he just picked an absolute classic to classic, make up. Yeah. And I was like, that's a ballsy move. That's the story of my life. That's the story of our lives. Did you always think that at the time? No. Like, nah, this is a just, classic. No, Listen, we, at just, the club, we just love like, the, like the classic. We just love yeah. the classic. We just love the classic. We want to do our own thing to it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we do with all of our songs. That's, we want to do our own thing to it. Like we listen to the classic and we say, ah, oh, could be a bit better we'll this, this way. way. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Or I want the sound this way. So that's yeah. exactly what we did. In, the, in this day and age, it's a sample game, yeah? Most songs in the radio was based off samples. Yeah, 100%. But for years, myself and Bizet, I've been making songs where the old school heads are always like don't touch that that sounds untouchable yeah, I've yeah. been told do not go near that song <laughs> yeah. that makes me want to go near it you know what I mean <laughs> don't <laughs> press the red button ball that is the story of life yeah. don't but do that, something you want to do you know what I mean but, but like it's, it's that goes from that and like, like obviously you love the classics yeah you know what yeah. I mean we all love the classics so there's obviously certain songs that shouldn't be touched but the way I, the way I think the way Bizzit thinks is that like we, we'd look at them tunes we'd find different elements of them songs where you're like right you could bring that up a little bit you could maybe make that the main element of the song or vice versa or whatever but like that's that's the beauty of it like finding songs that are been done back in the day where you can re redo them and that's basically what, what what we've done this year you know what I mean we found songs that shouldn't have been like we done Superstar this year yeah. you know what I mean Superstar in Dublin is one of the most iconic <laughs> dance tracks <laughs> the ultimate funeral song it is ultimate funeral song but what it does is it, it brings people back to people that they love their loved ones and all yeah. and people love the original so that was a ballsy move in itself doing, doing that one you know what I mean but like it, it's just we don't, we don't like that. That gives us a bit of hunger when people are telling us not to touch things, you know what I mean? Because mm. then it just makes us want to go out and touch them and smash them, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I wasn't saying don't <laughs> touch it, but uh, this is what I'm saying. Like, I thought, geez, that was ballsy because of that. Yeah, because a lot of people yeah. would be like, don't, don't do it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought was ballsy, especially yeah, yeah. go straight in with that one. That's it. Um, and there is a sample game, and but John, you know what's a good thing about the sample game? It makes you go in and say, oh, what was that beat you had? And then find the original of that song. Yeah. And it gives you more history and more background. Like, there's loads of songs that a load of people yeah. don't know. You know, it's a great record label, boys, for doing that. Uh, Defected. Yeah. Defected yeah, give you yeah, the history yeah. of the songs. Like, here's this sample, and here's it in the mainstream. And you'd be yeah. like, you'd never even, like, the looks of your man Jack Jones and all. Yeah. Like, half of his songs are all the samples. And yeah, a lot of yeah. people don't realise that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but this is what some people can make a career based off just sampling. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Capital FM do that as well. Mr. Jam does that. Just, just shows you the history. He actually done it on ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he shows you the history on, on the, the song. Like, you'd be surprised. Like, most songs these days are samples from old songs back in the day. Mm. But it's just about redoing it and doing, doing your there's own. There's no right? harm in that. No. People no, it's no harm. Is, though, you know what I mean? People give out, Bill. Yeah. It's just like, chill out, man. You know what I mean? It's only yeah. music. music. Like, you know what I mean? Chill out. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, you don't have to press play on it, like no, just move on, skip it, like. <laughs> yeah. So the four songs that make me feel good, yeah. What, so how long did you just got that song before you released it? 
We had about two or three years before we released it. Years? Two or three years, yeah. Really, yeah? Just waiting for the right moment for release. Because yeah, so yeah. most artists will have a song and then they'll wait for like a few months. That's why I asked that question, but years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was just in the back pocket for years, yeah. yeah but just, just, just to add on that, because obviously I said we got to the studio just after COVID. We produced online together before we actually met each other right. in the studio, do you get me? Like, so we were always um, sending stuff across to each was other. Was that a product of that? Yeah, 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 and we just left it there. Look, we 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 released songs together as YBG and Busy, but like just showed them up on SoundCloud now. But make me feel good was one of them songs that we we just left. Yeah, and then and was there more of them? There's obviously loads of them. Then there's, ah, there's loads. Yeah. We have, I think we me and Robbie have about 100 tracks sitting there, man. Does that make us think bollocks? One of them is probably an absolute. Oh, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Oh, yeah. We yeah. don't even yeah. know which ones to be putting out. We're actually we're putting our album together at the moment. Our debut album at the moment, and. Uh, we're having a nightmare, aren't we? Oh, nightmare. We're, like, we're out making so many songs now. We're like, oh, that go on the album. And then we're going to Yeah, but like, then that one can't go we had on it, we, that's going yeah, on. Yeah, we had a track list. A limited track list. We had a track list done and all. And then, obviously, we've been messing around with new songs and all, making new songs. And now we're like, oh, that one could slide in there now. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you one could slide in there. You know I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the next thing you know, we're, we're bleeding a weekend. I had to make a four more songs. That could definitely go on the album. Yeah. Yeah. We'll or just do another album. Stressing each other out, you know what I mean? Come here, who was your biggest inspiration growing up? Um, mine was probably Curtis Gabriel. No Curtis Gabriel. No, no. He probably knows some of the tunes. I'd say yeah, but that was he was probably my like his mixing is just outrageous. It is, and we're actually we're actually working him this week, aren't yeah. we? Blessed to so, yeah. yeah. walk him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got we, we managed class. to get him. Yeah, yeah. Who's mm. yours? I'd say growing up would be would be MK. Mm. Um, just because of how much he influenced the sound in Dublin, like everyone loves him in, in Dublin. Like whenever he was over, he was the man to go to. Mm. And I love the hype around everyone saying, "Oh, you're going MK, you're going MK." Yeah. And I mean, not taking a knock for MK. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you but um, yeah, on the that was Sammy, look at him, <laughs> rocking, looking ATC, and there he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, MK but, um, being a big one, yeah. No, nah, but just just the whole hype around him, and like, and just even even his, like, I was down to his challenge back when he was releasing stuff in the nineties, like. But well, that's the thing as well. A lot of people know that MK was big before yeah. two thousand and twelve. Yeah, sure like he know. actually took a break and came back, and a lot of people wouldn't even realize. Yeah, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's about fifty now, I think. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's rocking around. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. MK was big before like we start going out thirty. He was That's like, mad to me, yeah, boy. Yeah, he was yeah, like an OG, bro. Yeah, boys, boys, OG, boys yeah. you want to ask me all the is MK the shit thirty? Yeah, God, boys, the shit is it all now? The bike, God, no, but um, no, MK, MK would have been the one for me just because of the hype around. Um, I've been to the gigs and all people, people there like watching them, and yeah. I remember, I remember the one, I remember the one time in the live venue and Derek Haley was on before him. And he played on Bend the Name, your remix of On Bend the Name, and he was up, MK was up in the, the VIP in the Roy venue. So in the VIPs, you could you able to see down on, on the stage. On the stage, yeah. And uh, he dropped that, and I remember seeing the reaction of my tune and MK, I think. And I remember looking up and thinking, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet him one day, look, I want him to know who I am, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And ended up supporting him then this year with myself and Biz, and that was just a dream That's come true. And I would say that, that of all the gigs we've done this year, that was the half an hour we played in the, in the tree arena was the game changer for us. Mm. Is that your first time in the trailer, ain't it? First time, yeah, yeah. playing in it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's 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 very rare that you get a good DJ set in the trailer, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's not yeah, as if yeah. like you can yeah. like, the opportunity is there for everybody. Okay, we really won I remember Calvin Harris back in the day with Tiesto, remember that show years mm. ago? Yeah. That would have been the other one. The beach as well. 
there was about five Nicky or six. Romero, Hardwell. Yeah. Yeah, there was a big lineup that was. Five or six, and I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. boys. Like, if that was on today, do you know what? They wouldn't even put that on today because each one of them would sell that out individually. So there's no point in putting them all on yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just planning down the three or as yourself. Uh, we'd love to. He, he cracked a smile there. Oh, he didn't yeah, say look, you don't have to say it. Your face said it all. We'd love to pay Falco with you, bro. We'll see how it You wouldn't want to pay Falco with me, bro. No, I put the glasses on, you'll see the Falco. It's not the poker. You just cracked a smile. He said that he's ever going to play the tree ring, and you just went bump. Cheek yeah. to cheek. I'm just smiling because I want to be playing there. That's it. They're having a good time, living life. Yeah, no, no, we love that. Of course you would. That's the big one. I reckon you could sell the tree ring now. Do you reckon? Right now. Put them on channel now. It's gone by next week. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. I just think it's down to time. I want to go. What are you up It's down to time, though. I mean, yeah. You never know. You never know what might happen. How did you find the festival saying this year? happens. Do I? How did you find the festival scene? Um, the festival unbelievable. Scene. You're just getting better and better. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I was setting that up, Terry. Oh, sorry. I was setting that up, Terry. The ADHD got the better of listen, me. Listen, we were, we, were, we were sick that you were on because we actually wanted to go to you. Yeah. And we wanted I'm, to I'm go to the fuck fuck you. No, no, no. But it was stupid the way you did that, Oh, boys, I swear. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? So we got worried about that about six weeks before that we were going to be playing. we were going to be there, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, grand. And Terrence had never been. And I was like, Terry, if we get like a Sunday they slot early it's ideal do you know what I mean because it doesn't matter what goes on because like, you don't want the late Saturday spot and you don't want the Friday because you're getting there you know what I mean and yeah. I was like imagine trying to convince someone to come and listen to a podcast at 7 o'clock on a Saturday that's yeah. what I was yeah, saying course, yeah. so we got what it was like 5 o'clock on the Sunday and I was like oh ideal Terrence everyone's only going to be waking up then we'd be fresh and then I was like, belt is only on the Sunday as well. So we'd well, finish we up. We only found out a few days beforehand. It was about so. the Thursday. Yeah. We found yeah. out. Yeah. And then you was go off for uh, Sunday at five o'clock as well. And then you just got moved. And I was like, lovely. You just got moved to 15 minutes earlier. You just got moved to quarter to five. And I was like, this is a lot of bollocks. Yeah. And then was, I thought, because we had a back and forth on Twitter about it, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you was beyond for two hours. Yeah. We was nah, only on for an hour. Yeah, we just were that day. We probably only do 45 minutes. You know what I mean? Probably only got 45 minutes. But uh, obviously you got changed then, you know what I mean? It was a poxy blading, poxy timing that was. Yeah. I remember, I remember all the boys came by the start of our show, we walked down the stage and the all split. And I couldn't blame <laughs> I them. I don't know what, Sorry about blame that. them. In fairness, we, we, we still had, and that's why we were shocked after, we were like, how the fuck was there that many people there when Belters Only was on? Yeah, because yeah. if I was at Electric Picnic, I'd been, I'd I'd been have been in Belters well, yeah. Only. Yeah. We weren't even supposed to be playing at Electric Picnic, we only got put on Electric Picnic because it was such a big show at uh, Longitude. I was at yeah. that one, boys. and yeah, that's was mental. That's what I want to talk about the festival as well. Like, so you know when you know someone, or you know someone came from like a, they're a hard worker and they make it somewhere, and you're like, ah, that's good to see. But when I was at that, I was at right at the back at Longitude with all the boys. I was like, boys, and this mad because you just blew the roof off. Yeah, and I was like, gig. this is madness, boys. The the, ah. the energy in that tent for the whole set for Longitude, I've never seen before in me. Like, oh, ah, mate, it was nuts. Like if you if we were to turn the music off, yeah, we were to turn the music off. You'd hear people just shouting. Yeah, just yeah. just a whole vibration of just people <laughs> screaming, roaring nonsense, just, just shouting. Adrenaline was just mental in that yeah. place. It was just like people from the the country have never seen anything like that before. Like 
two of us, like you know what I mean? And yeah. That long a chill one was a game changer. That was that was unbelievable. That was. I was literally. We nearly missed that. Uh, we nearly missed that uh, gig actually. I was in Tokyo and the flight got delayed for three hours. No way. Yeah. You were flying back in on the same day. Yeah. On the same day. Yeah. It was I, a bit but, silly, wasn't it? No. Yeah. But listen, I got there an hour early, so. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but no. But no. But I was. Sorry, no more. No. But he, no he was. More. He was ringing me and I was saying uh, they actually wanted to move us to the main stage. But oh, um, yeah. it's, do you know what? It's better that he didn't. No, but listen. No, listen, but he, I was getting on the plane. I, I didn't notice. And I landed, the plane landed, and I uh, got a call off him. He goes, yeah, listen, he said, uh, do you want us to do a main stage before he said that? And else? So I was like, yeah, lovely, let's do it. And all. He's like, yeah, but I said no. I was like, what do you mean you said no? And, all. and he was like, listen, it works better if you do it in the tent. The atmosphere in the tent, the lights, you know what I mean? All of that. 100%. It works much better. So. Offer, and he was right. He gave us some off right. the main stage, you know, you had to turn it down. Yeah, I was like, this, this one is going to be the one in the tent, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But because of that, then we got EP. Yeah. yeah, but I that's mean, what I think for DJ sets, them tents are well, but the same at EP, like seen some big acts down there before. I remember I was saying it to him, I seen Hannah once down there the last time before COVID, and she fucking took the roof off the tent. And then from that, then she was selling out gigs around Ireland because yeah, of that one gig, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, Whereas yeah. we think on the stage, it's, it's just not the same. It's not yeah. the same, we don't think. Open air, know. it's just not the same. It's not it's the same. No, because it could be any time of the day, and you could have a DJ in that tent because it's closed over, it's not bright. The lights and all, like the effect, you know what I mean? It's all, yeah. it's all hitting you, like you know what I mean. Mm. You see the way he's turned down that main stage. I like, are you going to continue to keep turning them down just to do the tents or? Nah, we'll probably do some main stage. We are. Well, the plan is stage. to do main stages for next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we want to do main stages now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Many was at the tent and EP. I reckon know? around twenty thousand people. Fifteen to twenty, I reckon. I reckon yeah. it was. I think it held about fifteen thousand. There was loads of people like outside, outside the tent. Yeah. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? Videos and there was people outside, but yeah. not just like outside. You were miles. Yeah. Back. No, they had yeah. events and all up outside the tent just to yeah. stop people from coming in and out. You know what I mean? Like it was. That was that was the EP was crazy. That was crazy. Because like, obviously people are waiting two years to go to that EP. Obviously because the tickets were from COVID yeah. way yeah. before that. You know what I mean? But um, that was more like I'm at family orientated, wasn't it? Like that was that was a real homecoming gig. Because obviously we we're in Cranfields just before that. People are seeing us playing in Cranfields and all. A lot of people didn't get to go over. And then when we got we got to where uh, we played that EP gig. That was just like that was just like that the gig that made us feel like we really okay. We've we've done something here. You know what I mean? Like it was mm. that was magic. That was magic. No, because I remember a few of the boys, like when they did at the start, it was like when we walked out, it was deadly seeing everybody. And then as the, the podcast went on 15 minutes in, it was just like, a section just cleared. We said it to them like half heartedly, like, oh, you don't have to stay, boys. Oh. Don't want that. And they were like, <laughs> yeah. sound, we're going. I was, was like, whole heartedly telling them, look, you can literally ring us, go for a coffee, do whatever. You'll see us every day, boys. Go to Belters Only. You aren't going to see them every day. If you want to listen to us talking, ring us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll come back. We'll see you in the camp of an hour and a half. Yeah. You know the type of way? You're not always going to get to see Belters Only playing. So I was like, genuinely, go to Belters Only. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Hopefully next time we'll be able to sort it out. Is it? We're on a different time. We can That's get a yeah. joke, yeah. though. Lobby. Like the yeah, big, no, EP. 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 I've seen the announce hook and Billy Eilish sorts herself out. Yeah, cough <laughs> up for a few quid for the four big fellas. <laughs> 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 we're not the we're not the only EP this year, wanna? No, we have we have uh, plans. We're well, out, no, we're out, just... out and we have we have our three gigs next year booked for order and that's so it. far. That's it. No, that's it. Well, it's what the only EP this year until you said the week before. We're not, or we're not the only EP and we're not the only long show because you don't book the same artist in like the same year. You know what I mean? One year after the next. You won't do the back to back. Nah, nah. 
Really? That's a well, wild that's call. Yeah, that's what the hell knows. I guarantee you still cough up on that one. I don't know. I don't know. We don't really want it, to be honest. We want to kind of stay exclusive. I don't really do back to back. Like, I bet you he will. I don't think she wanted it. I don't know. We want to do. We want to keep like. We want to keep limit on the shows in Ireland. You know what I mean? So we do big shows. Like one big show, two big shows. You know what I mean? A year. Yeah, I want to do Yeah, exactly. But then, like you said, the three are in and then come come knocking. You know what I mean? And that's what we want. Yeah, hint, hint, one of them. Or maybe it's already confirmed, but we can't say <laughs> that. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, no, look, no, it. The, the, the plan is to stay exclusive for the next year. We know, we know, we know. We want the shows to be big ones. We don't want to come in and riddle people with shows and end up sick of us. Then you know what I mean? I don't think you'd get sick of it. Well, I don't think you really get sick of it either. Do you know, oh, you know what I mean? You can't have to run every week. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, depends like, on what, what, what would happen there is we'd be down the country, say we could be in Kildare, we could be Waterford, on you now down the road. You'll have people travelling everywhere for it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So look, we wanted we want to do like a big gig, say maybe up in Belfast, which we have the Telegraph for February twenty fifth. That's sort of selling out. That's that like a lot of people from Dublin would be going to that gig yeah, as well. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even on that tour, we just even finished the, the UK tour, tour yeah. and. There was there was people every single show we did, no matter where it was. There was Irish at the front of that uh, tour. You know what I mean? So it was great that there was Irish people there because they just got the crowd going. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? To be a handful of Irish people, to be a handful of Irish people, and if you take the tops off, and everybody else be going mad because they're going mad as yeah, well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, they yeah. they they were the, they were the best about it. So I was in I was in uh, Newcastle. And some fella before I even got on the deck, some fella played and fucked the blade and double GA jersey at me. He was standing there topless. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. And I haven't even played a tune yet. I took the top. <laughs> I took the top, and then at the end of the gig, I said, "You want?" He said, "No, you keep that." <laughs> <laughs> Belter. Belter. What yes. was the highlight of the year, boys? We reckon the Triarena, that that Triarena. Like it's it's, it's, yeah. it's hard it's hard to choose, it is hard to choose, but I thought it was long as shield. Yeah. Just the, just because of the atmosphere. It like, was deadly boys. I, the atmosphere from someone who was crazy. in it, I was like, this is fucking amazing. I've never seen that like it. I, I think, think I have a video, it was on one of the boys' shoulders, I was like, this is deadly. Yeah. I think the Triarena was 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 the best one for me because we're only on for a half an hour. Um I think nobody you know that was booking us or whatever expected us to do what we did that that night. Like there was about six thousand people in there for a half an hour, and that was you early in the year. You want to see that March? We were not, we were not, you yeah. want to see people sprint through the doors? Like this was yeah, me coming man. from all angles. Do <laughs> we like Jesus? I mean, we, we were meant to be <laughs> we were meant to be doing the sound check. Yeah, we couldn't find the buttons to press in the deck. We forgot how to DJ. So we were looking up, and this is the we're in the tree arena. The music and all's on. We kept pressing the intro and stopping the intro, and there's people just running at us with phones on and all. I was like, this is fucking crazy. What are we gonna do? And he just goes, just press play, just press play. <laughs> we just press play at the walk, walk away for a second, have a drink, come back. I'm like, Jesus Christ, but nah, the, the tree arena was there. We're in, we're in ten minutes or something. It was just like that. Thousands and thousands, thousands of people, yeah. like, mm. especially for like I said, the MK gig, big gig for us, big gig for everyone in Ireland. It was one of them gigs that people are waiting to go see after COVID and all. Like there was tickets there for. Two years, and um, us obviously getting on the bill. Then it was just there was a lot. There was a lot of um, there was a lot of question marks over Belt Zoni's head before that. You know what I mean? In Dublin, where we like, like, what are we? You know what I mean? Mm. What are we doing here? You know what I mean? You think that's a message? Is like, like I think that showed everybody not to question us anymore. You know what I mean? Say, look, this is what we can do, and this is only a half an hour. You know what I mean? Stick us on here for anywhere, and then we did all the festivals. We played by now in festivals up the road, twenty thousand, fifteen thousand people. It just, it just. I think that gig proved to proved to everyone who who was questioning us, you know. And what is the first two songs that you released are platinum, platinum, yeah, yeah. First three actually, isn't it? First Ireland. three, yeah. The first three are platinum in Ireland, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it made me feel good as nearly diamond. Yeah, that's what it. like boys. So was through that, yeah. yeah. So at the moment, make me feel good is that I think it's I think I think it's could be at eight times platinum now. That gets the ten time platinum. Um, sorry, so one platinum, 
is, is <laughs> you're like a prestige in college. Young, 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 platinum, yeah. Yeah. platinum in Ireland, I think it's 200,000. Yeah, 200,000 200, streams slash sales. So, like, I think it's like every 30 seconds of a play of a stream is like a sale. Yeah. Classes of sales. Don't, like, when you're playing on Spotify or something, it's classes of sale after 30 seconds or something like that. Right. Yeah. So, there was 200,000. Is one platinum. Is one platinum. One platinum. So, yeah. make, make me feel good is like eight time platinum so or something. That's two million streams. Something like that, yeah. And then including sales as well. Quick match, bro, yeah. Like Rayman over here. But, um, it's nearly at diamond. Make me feel good is nearly at diamond. Yeah. And don't stop just yet is that um, that's two or three. Is that two? It? And yeah, I will survive as a platinum. I'd have loved to get my hands on you as a Spotify rap joke for this year, boys. We what put was, it up there. We did. Yeah, we posted. Yeah, we posted. Oh, well, yeah. well, well, hundred million streams. hundred million. Yeah, million. Got a hundred million. And uh, that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's like, our hundred eighty eight countries mean? or something, wasn't it? Hundred eighty. How many countries we've yeah. about played? The hundred and forty. Well, yeah, but that's only that's only the making countries no. just to play belt the champion. MK in a new country. Awesome. That's only that's only on Spotify as well. You know what I mean? That's for music and Amazon and all as well. You know what I mean? Like that is a Boys, right. that's serious that numbers. Ma- made me feel good. To what that did for us, though, was like yeah. the pe- like Tyson, Tyson Fury. Like Tyson Fury sang the whole tune and put it up as a post on Instagram. Yeah. Like, did he tag us? Nah, nah, I don't think he tagged us. You got to smack my bottle of Heineken on. No, stop, stop. The neck no, of a like, bottle there's, there's one. And <laughs> <laughs> there's one. And then who else? There was loads. Steven Gerrard was... Yeah, so that's what I wanted to say because... Uh, you done McGregor's camp for him before, didn't you? I did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you saw playing in Gerrard's camp a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Not long ago, yeah. We yeah, played yeah. He's a big fan, he is, yeah. He wanted to go to the gig in Liverpool on the tour. And um, obviously, he can't just turn up to the gig, you know what I mean? Because he's Gerrard, he would have got played. Because there was no tickets there, Rob. I was giving him free ones. <laughs> 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 no, listen, he can get many tickets as he wants, no problem. I'm a United fan. He's a, nah, legend. He's a legend as well. Yeah. He's 100%. Did he follow Liverpool? No. no. Nah, didn't nah. tell him that though. Nah, we didn't tell him. Didn't tell him that. Nah, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have cared anyway. Though. Nah, poor it. No, but we were. Uh, he's a legend, absolute legend. Like the, like, very supportive. Obviously, like, you know what I mean. Straight away, he was in the door. He was like, "Look, I'm just normal like you." He said, "If you need support on that, and let me know." And he was bouncing around. He's on the table dancing. And all. He was enjoying himself. Proper love the tune, singing the songs word for word. And all. We were blown away. Like, yeah, it's just great to see somebody like that. You know what I mean? At that level. moments are very surreal, Eddie. Oh, without a doubt. We couldn't believe it, could we not? From standing in the manager, I walked in and says to him, I says, I need to get lost. He says, I said, you get lost wherever you want in here. He says to me, I said, <laughs> and it's yeah. Gaffley. Yeah, yeah, it's Gaff, yeah. Crazy. Big it's man, like man. the White House. Yeah. not even joking, it's like the White House. It was mayhem. But, um, yeah, just, just that made me, that made me feel, the opportunities made me feel good done for us. Nah, me, and, me and him were in the gaff and we were looking at each other saying, we're in Stephen Gerrard's gaff, like, you know what I mean? That's what we kept saying. Yeah. We're in Gerrard's gaff. But you're not just in his gaff, you're playing a gig in, in his gaff. He's in his house yeah. and he's over there dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Gerrard's over there. Like you know what I mean? Look, I said to him, look, I said, bro, <laughs> me and you are going home to Dublin to say we played in Stephen Gerrard's gaff. And the amount of people that idolise him in Dublin, like yeah, obviously people yeah. from Liverpool would know of him and he'd be like, you know what I mean? But there's people in Dublin that would die for Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. Football club. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get me? Oh, and we and him played in this gaff, and we're just from Joe South from the sea. Do you get me? Yeah. Now we take it in, but it just motivates us to keep going as well. You know what I mean? We get yeah. back in the studio, and it's just and inspires us. You know that way. So I'd say you now since yeah. we came home from that tour, we've made our best music because of the inspiration from the tour. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Every time we get in the studio, we make our best music. To be honest, we just keep getting better and better. Like yeah, wait to see the tunes I'm gonna make after this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. This remember I told you a good question. I want to sting you. I wanted the answer oh, off the cuff. Bastard, yeah. Right, boys. So 
Let's are you say, going to all of us? Oh, the trees are all oh, getting it, right? It's not even that bad. It's just one of things. So what the biggest crowd has played at EP, say, yeah? 20,000 people. Yeah, is that the biggest has played there? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Right, so there's 20,000 people in one of them tents, yeah? You you get to walk out on that stage, but you only get to play one song. What are we playing? What's the one song you get to press play and it has to get the crowd going? What's the song? You go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Two ways down the hatch and you're laughing. Uh, I'm alive, bro. He sounds prepared. Yeah. Or even finished the well, question. He see, this is the thing. You have to, look. Like, it's not well, that a good answer. I well, think if you have to think about it. Yeah, we'll just be happy on that bitch and laughed at me. Oh, we laughed because just, it just brings back funny memories. See, because it's real, it's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I swear my man's like, he never told me that he goes, I'm going to sting you with something on the podcast this week, bro. And I was like, what is it? He goes, I'll just ask you on it. That's a great question, by the way. I swear, I'm going to go play. Oh, yeah. I said it to me, bored, yeah. And she. Ten seconds, fifteen seconds, thinking about <laughs> it. I said you had to think it too wrong. long. I said because no matter what you say now, we have to spend fifteen seconds thinking. No matter what you say, it's going to be the wrong answer. I said. Yeah, well, to over, over analyzing. But the two boys who are actually professional at doing this have not I'm answered it. A bit, uh, don't know. It's about twenty minutes. Listen, ago I'm, I'm, that listen, I'm playing belt is only superstar. You know what I mean? That's what I'm playing. Plugging mm. that's 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 Oh. Is that you? What you no, were going to say? No, but oh. like, I'm not going to argue with him. That's a very good song. It's a very good, it's a very good choice. Song, that sets the tone straight away. You know yeah, what I mean? But the right answer is Ragamuffin. And it's as simple ah. as that. <laughs> he's right. Yeah. 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 No, it depends yeah. who you are. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter where you're at. I thought that was just a Dublin thing. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter where you're at. But it'll walk anywhere you play. Would though? Why wouldn't it? I don't know. It just feels like a double. No, no, yeah, I, don't think, I don't think it would. We mentioned it on the podcast before, yeah? And we, it was actually Gemma Dunleavy's episode. Gemma started singing it. Now, if we're out on a night out, right? Say we're in the 20 Thills or something, right? There's cultures down, rag them up and comes on. People come over and, and think that we like we made that song or something. No, people think that uh, the like. hip knocker song. So shout out to <laughs> Tom O'Gaffney. So Tom O'Gaffney yeah. made the intro to this podcast, the song, yeah? yeah. And people think, like the Broomstick song, the Walk song, whatever. Is our song like it never existed before this podcast? Yeah. And I'm baffled by that. I was like, did you not grow up like we are man that playing these tunes? Yeah. Like every Sunday in the gaff, me might have these tunes blared and the gaff you getting scrubbed. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So like, no one ever heard but, the Brownstick song before this podcast. This, this is the reason we want to bring back Superstar and all. Some people did, haven't heard it and all. You know what I mean? Like, like where's? I was only saying to him like this out of TikTok now. Yeah, it dictates the charts first of all. Second of all, the kids that I listened to, to TikTok, yeah, they'd never heard Superstar before. They wouldn't have heard these classics before. And, and us putting them out and reinventing them and they're going to hear these songs for the first time and they're going to associate that track with us which is mental yeah, when that song has yeah. so much of a history yeah. like so many other big tracks you know what you I mean you always have to go through a big rigmarole to get like the right permissions yeah. yeah 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 we're, we're blessed to be with Polydor Records where so they sort all that they're one of the biggest they devs in the world to get yeah. me so they have contacts to, contacts to absolutely everyone and like we're able to survive we were blessed because that's such a big chunk yeah, yeah. So yeah. Gloria Gaynor what a tune you know what I mean and everyone knows that tune that, yeah. that tune's now all over the world you know what I mean but with this one we were blessed because Gloria Gaynor was actually originally signed with Polydor years ago no way. that track ah, was originally yeah. with Polydor so when we got we we were we sent it across to them and we were like will we, uh, what can we do with this and all 
and they said, "Well, that track's actually originally originally with us." And from there on, we were just like, "We get that done and get that out, get so that out as quick as possible." Now I wrote to our neck and samples. <laughs> yeah, so you would go through like Polydor's like catalog and be like, "You know what? We could use that, that, and that, and we don't have to worry about the not rights." Re- not really. No, we kind of just that's a great idea. No, we did. We, we have we have tr- so, done so, that. Yeah. yeah, we have done that. But we kind of just. We go with what we feel is, is is sounds good, you know what I mean? And then, and then we worry about the rights and then, later. And yeah. then we I mean then we look her up. Then. <laughs> if we get stuck off YouTube, we get stuck off YouTube. But then we always have a moment after we make it shown and we'll Google it, we say, let's see what this record company has this sample, you know what I mean? And we're always praying it's Polydor, you know that yeah, way? But sometimes yeah. obviously. The catalog is there for us to go through, but Busy has a folder with fifty thousand vocals in it. Mm. Acapella's like no music behind it. So, so you just have to find the right song so at that too. Well, the way yeah, we yeah. do it is we I'd make we'd, we'd, I'd probably start up by making a little melody and then Bizzy come in and we basically create like a foundation of a track and then once we have like a solid idea a solid foundation then we whip the lap we whip the laptop whip the whip the laptop out <laughs> sorry for him <laughs> yeah, we whip, 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 whip the, the vocals over there <laughs> we whip the laptop <laughs> open yeah and we'd go through the 50,000 vocals and just we put in key Robbie G opened the fruity loops over there he was yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. might as well be fruity loops now it's all he played and doing you know what I mean <laughs> started to turn into a scratch <laughs> so what were you saying sorry so you go through and then just go we go through the, the, yeah. the folder with all the all the vocals they're in the same key of the track yeah. that we've had to make and you know what I mean yeah, and as an and then we'll, we'll kind of we'll kind of listen to see which one would sound no, nice over you know what I mean or what chops we can take out of the vocal to make it our own kind of version do you get me yeah and then we just whip it, whip it together yeah it's mad what you said there about uh, like there's people out there who haven't heard these sounds like in my head I was like these are like gold skill cemented yeah. like you're nearly That's, fed up with hearing them yeah, at this yeah. stage but like our producer hates us because when we do our live shows and we pick the guests and you're like right what's guest one walking out there and we always go through it's always an old school banger isn't yeah, it? and he's like always. can we not pick something that's not an old school dance classic I was like no, no. Like, they have to be an old school dance yeah, classic yeah, yeah. and if you listen back to any of our live shows and the uh, the songs that they all walk out there they're all belters yeah, yeah lovely you know yeah, what I mean lovely. Lovely. Yeah. See, that's, it gets that's, the crowd going even yeah, though it's in like 15 seconds it's like so we're wrapped up talking and we're like right let's welcome the first guest we welcome them the song comes on the whole crowd gets yeah, yeah, but you're, you're showing that the crowd what you like you know what I mean yeah, yeah, you yeah. are as well plus yeah. it also it works it works yeah, 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 but, but see, yeah. see what you were saying there about like the tunes they were, they were about down and like you know the tunes like it's, it's standard them, them tunes are classics in Dublin now that we're in a position to be on a world stage and we're basically we have a platform that can go across the whole world the reason why we're finding these old tunes that were big in Ireland that we know works here because what what people don't realise here is Dublin City have a serious taste in music 100% yeah. mate. Yeah. serious taste serious in, in music for, for house well, music yeah. like there's a demand I mean? for it and like shout 100%. out to the other people in the industry like the likes of Derek Healy and Sean like yeah. they're my not childhood but when I start going out like they were they yeah. were it you know what I mean and then you have the likes of Tomo even yeah. LR, Carl, Mac, Jay, yeah. Cullen, Shell. All the boys. Yes. But the scene is getting exciting now. Yeah, you know even there, shout out to Martin Gilfoyle as well. Yeah. And listen here, shout out to Sammy Corrigan. He's the next DJ coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, we might have to deck. bleep his name. We'll get cancelled mentioning <laughs> him and hell. <laughs> well, I'll get him on the deck soon enough anyways. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Now nah, listen, it, it's great. There is a serious, there is a serious uh, scene starting to brew now. Yeah, we love it. You have set up a thing, have you? Or the Shawnee, yeah. Or the Shawnee, yeah. So, so basically, me, me and Bizzle had an idea at the beginning of this to set up, say, obviously using our platform. A lot of people, um, not not just from here, but just a lot of people, when they get when they get successful, they they bring the ladder with them, and they yeah. don't, they don't, they don't. Um, help try back. help using yeah, the platform. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, so yeah. one thing that me and Biz said, if we ever got to a point where we were. Gonna be like 
really successful that we were going to basically bring up people that were deserve to be put on a on a platform. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of hard working producers in this country that are doing as much as as we are, and that aren't getting the spotlight. And this is the start. This is our first volume of it. Um, it's called Irish Only. It basically consists of seven tracks with seven different producers, um, and we brought them into the studio. They they um, brought their idea, and we just kind of walked on it with them. You know what I mean? To make yeah. a to make it work like a mentoring you know I mean? kind of thing would it yeah, be yeah, yeah. basically yeah and it's yeah. just all about it's, it's, about, it's about bouncing off each other as well you know what I mean that's unreal that's some yeah. idea that is yeah. Yeah. The God, like. yeah well it, there's, there's enough of them there's enough people you know what yeah. I mean so this is the first one the second one we're going to be definitely going to be doing a couple of them like but it, what it also will do as well is it'll give the, the people that maybe are thinking about doing it this will this will motivate them in Dublin to be like, right, I want to get on one of them. You know and what that's I mean? the thing, it'll drip down because you're bringing them in to show them how to produce a bit better. So you're up in the standard at a lower level yeah. then and that's going to drip down again. That's 100%. it, that's it. The and whole what, scene is just going to go mad now in the next couple of years. Yeah. Like, mm. What it also does as well is it won't make them feel more nervous. See if they, they, say if one of their tracks blows up tomorrow and they've never been in a studio with somebody and next thing, all these labels come knocking over in England and, the and they get brought into yeah. a studio where this has happened before as well they get brought into a studio where there's too many chefs in the kitchen yeah. they get overwhelmed they're not used to it and they, 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 they crumble you know what I mean but what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring in the these people and and get them ready, get them basically. comfortable in the environment so then when they do go over there then they're not they're, they're a bit more experienced than they were before yeah. you know what I mean deadly idea brilliant idea it's that. unreal yeah so what was <coughs> coming up was what does need the plug here we this fella uh, brought the bag in to plug the merch. Yeah, yeah, he's on that, the yeah. ball as well. Well, these, are, these are going to be going on sale soon, yeah, with three different colours. You haven't even got them on sale yet? No, no, nah, nah, this little prototype this is, yeah. But yeah. Uh, we have this colour, we have purple and we have grey, yeah? Yeah, send me the purple so. one. Uh, what else have we got? The grey. There's <laughs> <yeah. laughs> few caps as well up. coming out as well. <laughs> yeah, nah, caps as well, yeah. Listen, we have, we have loads coming up. When, yeah. when, when, when is the merch out? Uh, we haven't put a date on it yet. We're still, we're still setting up the shop and stuff like that online. It's been shop. ideal to get yeah. that out for Christmas, boys. Yeah, Actually, yeah, yeah. speaking of merch, you can get our merch for Christmas. I uh, follow the link on the Instagram page, yeah, by the way. Love, Rainbow's coming up, boys, yeah. We have a big gig coming up actually next, this week. Uh, the Capital Jingle Bell Ball. Have you ever heard of that? No, but that's a mouthful, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah. Robbie Silch when he said that. I looked at him and then he looked at me and says, Yeah, you say yeah, that. You say that one, yeah. But it's basically a charity gig that a lot of artists do, like Coldplay, Stormzy, Lewis Capaldi. Where is it? In England? In London, in London. Ah, class. Yeah. So we have to get to meet them and all. Well, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Hope so, we yeah. thought we were going to meet Dermot Kennedy and all the electric picnic. Oh, boys, I swear to God, that boys. was a nightmare. Different, different sections, though, wasn't it? The different sections. Different I went up and I was like, We were getting refused. I was getting everyone here. Yeah, I nearly got fucked out, boys. I nearly got into a strain over a fella. You know what I mean? I floated down. Look at you now. Yeah. I floated down and I managed to get in the back stairs in a golf caddy and all. But little did I know, someone was just being sound to give me a lift. I thought, like, Oh, they know my name's on a list somewhere. They're letting us in. Because Tarrant couldn't was, come down because yeah, he had broken saying. ribs. I was yeah. just saying, we, we went down the, the, like, where the, the area is where you have your drinks or whatever. And I uh, tried to walk back in literally two minutes later. And your man's like, Stop me. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. It's coming out there. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> nah, boys, you were in the proper area. We weren't. Like, I was going to get me banned, and there was people who were like, oh, I'm not even performing down here. I'm just coming down to collect the band. Do you know what? One, one, one of the things that was stupid, yeah, we had to go to, I don't know, I don't know what festival it was at. It could have been EP, I don't know what it was, but there was a certain. Different sections, right? Completely different places, parts like different. Uh, not really, there was different areas where you could park. Like you can say red zone, green zone. No, like performers, performers desk, 
an artist desk. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, the, well, where was that? That was that, a, so, very so similar we, EP because I got sent to the wrong area, but it sounded like so the right we'll area. Say, we'll say no more. But I'll, I'll say that the first was but yeah, but, bad, but yeah. no, but a performer and an artist the same thing. Yeah, yeah, same thing. You're standing on stage. I only got a scrap off someone. No, I swear to God, your man said to me, right? I walked through. I went over and I goes, yeah, I'm here to collect blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, that's over there. And I went over to the, the desk and your man goes, no, you're in the wrong area. You have to go back that way. Big and I went to walk back. Your man goes, did you not get a band? I goes, no, I'm in the wrong area. He goes, then you can't come back here. And I was like, all right, would you stop? <laughs> and I went to walk by him. He goes, he's taking his walkie-talkie off and all. I was like, what's your problem? And he goes, uh, you won't be performing anyway. I'll get you to go off the fucking premises. I was like, Sweet, yeah, yeah. Goes, me man. board and all pulling me back. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. And, you know, so it looks like a scene. But listen, shout out to all the festivals. You love us all, but booking us fair play just, but there is a couple of things. Listen, you get there. You get stuck in the mud trying to get blading through the place. And then you're told you're at the wrong place. You know what I mean? And then you're told you're going to get fucked out. I'm like, just give me a band and let me go on my way. Send them out with the post. Send them out with the post. Just have my one Look at me, glad. Glasses, mate. Look at them glasses. Do you think? Do you think I got them for nothing? Did you? Give me the band. Give me the band. Oh, you stop him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I was really thought we were going to see Dan McKenzie. Calvin was the most famous person I've seen down there. <laughs> That's been. Outside. I thought we were going to be brought into a room. Megan the Stallion be making a cup of tea and all, boys. And there was just none of that. Well, apparently, uh, uh, Dan Gill. Shout out to Dan Gill, our cameraman. Yeah. DJ Media. Shout out to DJ Media. Uh, the camera is. He was over at this uh, Jingle Bell Ball last year, and he said all the restrooms are kind of beside each other. So. Hopefully that's hopefully that so if you bump into anyone and say, Yeah, we don't know what our podcast in Dublin there last week. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Listen, if anyone's over here long enough, we get them in. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a number yet. I'm not, I'm not at that base yet. Look, not at that base. If anyone's over here, the most famous person he brought with him is Sammy Corrigan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that fella's on the stage for all the Listen, out on the camera. Come out. Come out here. You'll have to pixelate his it. face on the camera. And he had to start his face. You tell me. Listen. Listen here. Listen. Anyone that doesn't know, right? And this is the fella that's always on the front stage with all of our gigs in the Grand Social. And he done the, done the, what was it? We done the tour day. What was, what was that gig? The Grand Social, the tour day. He was only. invites only. He was on the front of the stage. Yeah, this is our mascot. Done all the George McCann's gig for me, did yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Boys, we was at that. Yeah, and and uh, the boys were all saying to me, and walked off. Yeah, he started singing the lyrics better than he did. That's what he said to the boys. He was like, "Were you at that gig?" He goes, yeah, it was Dort. Sammy Corrigan saved the show. <laughs> Carried that on his back, he did. <laughs> oh, love it, love it. Oh, Sammy, how are you, mate? Oh, good, pal, all good. Are you Hang on for a minute. Oh, I haven't seen you since you were in school. <laughs> Hang on, wait for so a minute. Can... This episode's going to go out. It's going to say episode 102, Belters Only with Sammy Corrigan. <laughs> <laughs> Slash the big fella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, yeah. I'll never bring Sammy along now, man. Let's do it again. Sammy is the man. Man, that's what we said. Just make sure you have your phone, your wallet, and make sure all the cameras are still in yeah. place. <laughs> the boys had to nail down all the laptops there earlier really, because you knew Sammy was coming in. Love it. Love it. Oh, we wrap this up before Sammy says something gets us cancelled. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Sammy, it was great to get you onto the oh, podcast. It's good to be here, boys. Feels good in the hussy. Fucking <laughs> legend. <laughs> Is even one the, you're probably the only person from the actual flats, flats to be on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. It, what? 
Every time I go past the boys in the flats, they always say, get me on. I says, I can't, boys. Can we get you on? They're going to be filming now. Sammy's yeah, had to get yeah. on. Sammy's the star of the show now down the flats, all the boys. They have a welcome home party and all that. Let's wrap her up, Terry. Yeah, it's had to get now a hand, didn't it? Yeah, big time. Right, so episode 102, boys. Thanks for coming in. Honestly, we appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, can't wait to see what our plans are in the near future as well. I think we're at the touching on something there. He's going to have to tell us when the mics go off, yeah? <laughs> yeah. But um, we wrap this one up? Yeah. Right, this take week. us out there, Chris. Bill! What you waiting for? Put your back in it. Just a little more. Try your whipping it now. Fill your body up in. Walk it high and low. When you finish that. The hip knocker.